Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome back to this exciting episode of Big Trouble and Little Manus. I am your game master, Jeremy Cobb, pronouns he, him, and I am joined for this episode, as always, by, we will go in the same episode as we, the same order as we used last episode. Hi, I'm Marker Crone. You can find me at Marker Crone in all the places. Today, I'll be playing Jenna Ainsley, your resident goth child, and uh, we are both a she-they. Hey everybody, I'm Charlene Bear. I go by Char. My pronouns are she, they. Today I am playing Kimberly, who uses she, her pronouns. Kimberly Patterson is a brilliant mathlete, or in this case, chess club secretary. And I'll pass it off to Kelly. Hello, my name is Kelly. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm playing Jamie Patterson, whose pronouns are he, him, and he is a hashtag forever squirt because he didn't drink the magical potion that gave everyone powers. <laughs> uh, B Dave, whenever you oh, want to, you can is, hop on. It is I. Sorry. Um, but that is the most obstinate 80s thing to turn down superpowers because everybody else was doing it. That is that's a choice. Uh yeah, B Dave Walters. I say words about things. And I'm playing Buck Adams, and we're both he him. And I'm Connie, pronouns they, he, she. I play Jin Zheng, they, Z, who had an emotional revelation last episode. And I'm excited to see where my sad powerlifter, now empowered, hopefully courageous powerlifter boy uh, goes off to. Mm. Yes, let's go ahead and jump on in. So, uh, rather than picking things back up in silver screen rentals, I'm just going to essentially explain what happens from there. Uh, because not too long after Jamie passes out from Anita Corso, <laughs> the star of the blob, uh, appearing outside of, and apparently having answered his call and appearing outside of silver screen rentals, a bunch of other cars appear. These cars carrying y'all's parents. Because, of course, when news about a huge fire happening where all of you were allegedly going, 
uh, starts to spread. A lot of parents are going to speed there, try and see what's happening to their kids. When their kids aren't there, they try and regroup and figure out where could they have gone. And silver screen rentals was the obvious answer. And so uh, I don't know. Uh, I imagine Jin's parents might actually be here as well, because I think that Jin, they would know that you are friends with like Joe on the powerlifting team. And so they probably would have through process of elimination ended up here as well along with everybody else's parents uh i am we won't I, I would say the only parents who wouldn't be here are mrs patterson and buck's father mr adams yeah neither one of them uh, appear here but essentially rather than playing out all the oh i'm so glad you're okay oh you know <laughs> we will essentially say that all of you were shuttled back to your respective homes also shortly after all of these cars appeared uh, uh matumba just, like mat disappeared absolutely dematerialized, <laughs> just faded back into the romantic comedy section uh, and was hiding in there. You assume she probably found a way out and uh, is wherever it is she goes at night. I hope she didn't end up in that room on the other side of the beaded curtains, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as uh, as we, this evening ends, are there any moments that any any scenes in particular that any of you would like to play out before going to bed? Uh, I think I'm going to go to Kimberly's room because we haven't had a moment to talk in the hubbub of me uh, fan uh, fawning over Anita uh, and probably giving her the the copy of the blob so that she can give it back to Mr. Irving Eworth himself. Uh <laughs> I'm going to like she's by the way, she's fully just she she was planning to like she wants to see big menus because, you know, it's a kind of a cultural landmark. So she's in town for like a few days <laughs> for a second. I thought you were going to say she's in on the plan. She's coming with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. She drank the water. Yeah. She, scooped it up. she scooped it up. She when had she a realized. shotgun in the back of her trunk. Pick grab that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm going to like go up to Kimberly's door and like very lightly tap it. Hello. Uh, I'm going to open the door and like slowly open it and just like creep in uh, and like close the door uh, behind me. Um, so can you just like fully read my mind now or something? I try to do it. Wait, um, <laughs> think of a color. Just think of it. Huh? I mean, um, <laughs> before you go any further, <laughs> this is actually an opportunity to introduce an even newer mechanic <gasps> because... In the milieu and in the, in the initial rush of like, oh, we got psychic powers, uh, I decided not to introduce this just so that we could have that moment. But there is actually a mechanic whereby you use the psychic powers. And these are called psychic energy tokens, PE tokens. You have seven collectively as a group. And every single time you choose to expend one of a, a psychic power, you expend one of those tokens. Uh, you can get them back typically by like resting, sleeping, you know, taking a break, that sort of thing. Um, but in fact, they do, uh, they do cost psychic energy. So as you, and there's not only that, but there's actually a role involved. So, uh, I think Jane is, here's my question to you, Jamie, are you actively trying to prevent your sister from reading your mind? No, I'm thinking of a yellow banana. <laughs> okay, cool. So don't tell all me. I need is <laughs> <laughs> tell the storyteller. Cover your ears, Shar. It's true. He's thinking oh, so not of a yellow banana. Ooh. 
<laughs> Every color except yes. one. You could pick any color banana, and that's the color you <laughs> Well, pick. I thought yellow first, and then yellow was like, well, a yellow what? A yellow, oh, oh yeah. submarine? No. Um, bananas. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We can't afford the rights for the yellow submarine. Yeah. Uh, Kimberly, <laughs> what I need from you, and I'm going to call this just, an, this is a relatively easy thing. This is going to be a three. You need to hit a three, uh, and this is a psychic ability, so I need you to roll two D4s. Uh, and then see how much of that, uh, how much, if, it, if that number is greater than the amount uh, that you have to hit, which is three in this case. I shit you not, I got two ones. On two <laughs> <years>. <laughs> I failed. Okay. Okay. So uh, in a case like this, in a case like this where you fail, uh, you can either choose to just accept the failure or you can spend an additional psychic energy token to succeed um i re- i think i would be in this case be really trying to do it to see if i could mm-hmm. so i would do that okay so we had seven we are now down to five <laughs> you like you are reaching Sorry. out and in fact describe for me describe you go ahead and describe for me what it feels like as you're trying to reach out and grasp uh you're in touch your brother's mind i think it feels like pulling molasses or like thick caramel as um i'm envisioning like my brain waves just like going to his brain waves um and as soon as that connection actually does happen if jamie you are thinking of a specific yellow banana i would see exactly that all right. You see the yellow banana. Uh, and I and I think as you're starting to say yellow banana, you also feel like a sharp pain as your arm starts to uh, spasm. Like you get a muscle cramp in your forearm, just an intense one uh, for a moment. And like your your hand instinctively closes into a fist. Uh, you do not take any serious damage, but it hurts. It's one of those things like this is going to be sore for a few hours. Uh, but the strain of using those psychic abilities uh, has a little bit of a physical toll in that moment. Okay, okay, okay. That was impressive. So, um, yes, but ow, ow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say I told you so, but the fact that it works is um, probably more better than hopefully not a heart attack. It doesn't feel like a heart attack. It feels like... It feels like having a tea party underwater, but like a real one. So... Hmm. <laughs> Jamie just like looks off trying to think of that metaphor. And uh. you're like on your own, but really you're with everyone that's in the pool. It's really hard to describe, but that's the best I can say. And it's g- good? That's a good thing? I think anything that'll help us help mom and help Jenna help get some closure is good. Y- yeah. That's all. Yes. It's wild that our town is trying to control everyone. What is up with that? I mean, I wasn't. I'm. That's the least surprising thing that that some shadowy organization is trying to control all of us. That's that's the plot of like ninety nine percent of movies is that capitalism bad and and mom works for them. Well, yeah, 
Is mom here right now? As if summoned at that very moment, you, because your dad, uh, I think, was kind of exhausted. And after giving you both a stern talking to <laughs> and like trying to make sure you were both okay, not that stern of a talking to, uh, but trying to make sure you're both okay, uh, the sternness was also decreased by him realizing uh, that Anita, um, Cru- uh, Anita Crusoe, uh, Corso was there, but he has basically gone to bed. And I think as you're having this conversation, you hear like the door to the house open. And close and is locked. Uh, and I think in that moment, you know that your mother has just arrived. Yes. Yes, she is. Do, do we say anything? I mean, it's... My, I guess we shouldn't. I don't know. My main concern is that you're okay. And, and helping un- unravel this mystery is good. But you know more than I do at this moment, so... Whatever you want to do, I'm I'm here to support you and make sure that you get through it alive. It seems pretty I mean that's bare minimum. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> get through it happy and safe. Um so if you think we should talk to mom, I I'll be here and I'll back you up. Well, it's almost like we have to we have to help her. And I don't think she'll let us help her if if we tell her. Can you like and just get her to agree to it? Just to give her a whatever you just did. I don't think I can control people. I don't know. Well, and if, also, I don't know if I want to. Does she know about this? She, from what we saw, she was definitely involved. But I don't think. When Dr. Uh, Jeremy, when Dr. Prohaska mm-hmm. made the decision to try and, like, dissent, did I have any flashes of my mom there, too, or no? Um, You did not have any flashes of her in that room. I think it was one of those times, like, she had even gone home and he was staying there late. And the next day, he immediately went to the bosses. And so she was never made privy to this information um in fact i would say the impression you get is that she doesn't seem aware like based on the memories that you that you got she does not seem aware that uh she does not seem aware of like the larger nefarious ideas she definitely knows that it can affect people's minds but she's still very much on the we're giving this to the intel like we're selling this to intelligence agencies to try and destabilize like soviet uh enemies abroad that sort of thing that's like her thinking she's not thinking oh the corporation is going to use this against their employees yeah uh to stop union troubles and so forth yeah so i would share that general idea with you jamie when you ask um, then I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like if you show her that it gave you powers, then she'll ask where you got it from. And then we got to explain Maxine and, and the cave and everything. And I, I still don't fully understand what happened there. So that would be on you to uh, explain. But um, if you think that you can tell her that we're looking out for her in a way that doesn't expose all of that so we're gonna tomorrow we're gonna go break into a big old headquarter that she works for and i think that not giving them any indication that that's about to happen i mean we don't know how trustworthy mom 
can be in this situation. And taking a page out of her best friend's book, she stares at her brother and says, okay, and turns and just walks out towards her mom to just go talk to her. Just stand. Okay. Uh, You walk out there and you see back at the kitchen table, head in hands, uh, just looking wilted. Uh, Your mother sitting there. As you walk in, she looks up and she says, uh, oh, Kim, hey, it's, uh, it's good to see you, sweetie. What are you still doing up? I've been, I don't know, anxious, I guess. We kind of had a bad start to our morning, didn't we? <sighs> Tell you what, the, these days, all the mornings are bad starts. Yeah. Mom, are you happy? Uh, she looks taken aback by that question. Uh, kind of like, uh, well, of course, I've, I've got you and your brother and your father, and it's a wonderful life that we've made together. It's just, um, mom's under a lot of stress right now, uh, from work. There's, uh, it's, it's what happens when you have a team, and you probably have had this at, at school, when you have a group project and one kid can't do their part, but you still have to do the assignment. It's just a lot. Uh, it's a lot and some pretty intense deadlines. A lot of money on the line. I'm going to walk out of Kim's bedroom and just sort of like be standing at the end of the hallway watching. It, it kind of looks a little creepy, but just listening. <laughs> She, I think she looks at you and she says, you don't have to worry, honey. Uh, Mom is doing a-okay. Yeah. I don't know, I guess with everything that happened, I mean, did you talk to dad on the phone about the fire and stuff? Um, as you're like saying this and talking to her and she has said to you, like, mom's a-okay, I would say without having to spend any psychic uh, energy tokens, you can like feel from her that that's not true. Like it's, she is absolutely being a mom right now and trying to be like, put up a brave face, tell the kids everything's okay. Keep calm, carry on, you know, don't transfer any of the stress to the children. It's all on us. Uh, and so as you ask that question, uh, she's, she's like, uh, no, I, they had, they had said there was a call. I just figured it was maybe something uh, about dinner, but I, I was coming home so late that it wasn't going to be an issue. Uh, what what was there? a You said a fire? Yeah, and, and I hesitate. And I think I'm going to try and, like, collect, reach out to our collective hive mind and give the other players a chance to speak up of, like, do we want it? How much do we want to involve my mom, if at all? Mm. Through Myriad, yeah. like, I think Myriad, it kind of, <laughs> like, all of you, wherever you are, hear Myriad, like, explain the situation. You feel like a connection to Kimberly in that moment. However much you want. I, I think you hear all from right. Jin, just, who, who sounds like they're lifting weights. <laughs> do you trust her? Yeah. Then I trust you. Mm, I wouldn't get your hopes up. I think what you really hear from Jenna, though, is that I told my parents and they don't believe me. 
I'm grounded. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's an all There's like an image of Jen in her bedroom with Clyde grounded. <laughs> Clyde is like writing poetry right now, <laughs> like dictating poetry to you. Like, shall I compare thee to a winter's eve? Uh, just going on as this happening. Go ahead, Kimberly. <laughs> What's your decision? Mom, yes, there was a fire we were at bootleg cave for the movie but that's besides the point because in the cave there was a lot of other stuff including this glowy liquid and I know that you've worked on it and I drank some of it what sweetie what you you drank it she jumps through that's not safe where did you get that where did you get that from where, what from uh, honey we need to the person we need to that take was you missing in. From the person that was missing, and they were, he was killed. Dr. Prohaska was killed. Doc, Dr. Prohaska? You saw Dr. Prohaska? And he's, he's, he's dead. Dr. Prohaska's dead. Look, honey, I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but if you, if you drank the biosci, we have to get you to a hospital. Mom, we they're have to get fine. You, we have to get you to the lab. She tur- she whirls around. You were in on this too? They're fine. Something else is going on. We're all fine. But you need to tell us a bit more than you already are. I need you to roll me a charm roll. You got this. Uh, you got this. Yeah. Come on. This is, this is a pretty big one. I'm going to call this, uh, you got to hit a 10 uh, on charm. That means I got I, I to get max. <laughs> I don't think I have any adversity tokens. Do we have any powers we can use to help? <laughs> I, I uh, have, um, I, I can help you. I'm in this scene and I can spend adversity yeah. tokens. And I have, if, if it need be, I have loyal, which gives you a plus two instead of plus one. All right. We're not going to need this Ooh, okay. then because I'm going to roll a 10 right now. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. That's Come a one, on. baby. Oh. <laughs> I can't even Ooh. help you enough. That's, ha- that's halfway can... to a ten. That was the one, but not. The, I can give you the plus other. four. Is Listen, the most I'm, I can not, I'm not. I'm I'm non-binary, so getting a one or a zero sucks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to edit in a, a rim shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that I uh, okay. I will let seeing as someone who has imbibed Myriad is here, and Myriad sees this happening and feels you, Kimberly, like as uh, like longing for your mother to reveal this information. And as her face starts to darken, I will allow you in exchange for spending adversity tokens and also a psionic energy die you can try and well first of all you can spend an psionic energy die to try and reduce the amount as much as possible uh Mm. i would allow you to try and you can tell me what ability you would like to use but i would let you use a psionic energy die to try and or psionic psionic energy token to try and turn this in your favor might i ask the question because jamie has access to the telepathy power can they just read mom's mind without her saying it out loud uh yes, you uh Myriad does in fact have the ability to read minds. So mm. if you want to, you can just try and read her mind. Sideways. Able to communicate <laughs> telepathically. <laughs> I would I would yeah, I would allow you to communicate whatever you need to telepathically to convince her if you roll high enough. Okay, let's do it. All right. Uh roll I need two D4s. This is going to reduce us to 
four psionic energy tokens. Roll those 2d4s, see what we get. Good thing we're just about to go to sleep, right, everybody? <laughs> yes. Let me know if, any of these, if either of these are fours, because I don't see it in the rules, but I'm going to let them explode. Mm. Okay. I did get a four this time and a two, so I will re-roll okay. that four. So that's six already. Seven, eight, nine. A no- oh, that's exactly what you needed. <laughs> uh, you reduce it from a you reduce the deficit from a nine down to a zero. Uh, describe for me what does Kimberly do uh, as Myriad's power rises up within her to bring her mom to convince her mom. I think um, I take a page out of uh, Breaking Dawn as I like touch my mom's face and she gets like a wave of vision uh, in her mind and she sees like bits and pieces. I'm still not like totally attuned to Myriad and their abilities yet, Um, but bits and pieces of the night's events and um, she'll probably see like flashes of each of the kids on the bikes um, as we were being chased and out of that area. Um, I don't say anything about Matumba, though. Okay. Um, she, like, is startled. She's like, ah, ah, uh, looks at the pair of you and she says, oh, and just grabs you in and hugs you. Uh, she says, I'm so glad you're okay. I'm, I'm so glad. What? They shot? They shot Dr. Prohaska? Yeah. They they were shooting kids with tranquilizer gar- guns? Yeah. What? I I need to talk to someone. I need to, I need to talk to my supervisors. I Don't tell uh, anybody. I What do you mean? This is parent kid confidentiality. Uh, I'm not even going to make you roll charm. I feel like she, <laughs> you have shown her supernatural abilities in this moment. She looks at you and she says, and I think there may be even be like a little bit of where she glimpses like the resolution that you have within you to be like, we got to stop this. Uh, she's like, tell me what we need to do and I will make it happen. Well, you're our person on the inside now. But we gotta make sure that you're okay. We have the superpowers. You're just a mom. That's your own superpower, but it's different. So you gotta watch out. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, you better. I'm a superhero. I'm my mother. Uh, she fully like, whew, throws her hair. She is fired up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go, mom. <laughs> um, so, and I look at Jamie like, I'm not. I don't. What? I look at I look at Kim I look between my mom and Kimberly and I'm like I think if anybody is in the position to have a good plan here it's the chess master of little menus Okay, I'm gonna need a brains roll <laughs> from Kimberly right now. Uh, as you start to, you have all of the pieces in 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 play. You have you see them all laid out as a chessboard. As a chessboard, you see the different pieces that you have on your side. You've seen the strength of the foe. You know at least what their pawns are capable of. You've seen some of their heavier artillery. Uh, and on top of that, 
because Dr. Prohaska's memories are in here, you also have a lot of knowledge of the insides of the facility in terms of navigating. Like you have mm. glimpses enough to be able to guide the group through. So I need you to roll me a brains roll. Uh, this is going to be a big, big feat if you actually pull this off. So I'm going to call it a 15 because this is a this is a child figuring out how to infiltrate <laughs> a large industrial facility. But consider you are a genius. You are a child genius. You got this. Yeah. Yes. Can, 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 this is right. absolutely within your You body. look at things the way a child does. Ah. Think of it as chess. Yeah. Think of it as chess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Am I able to use adversity tokens for this? Is this a snap yes. decision or is this... Okay, so I got a 14 is... and I'll spend one adversity token to make it a 15. Oh, oh yes! 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 Okay, so uh, you're like going through your mind. Okay, what are our strengths? We have psychic abilities, but you can already tell. I would say in this moment, you can already tell, okay, if we use these things too much, it's going to have a taxing effect on us. There's like limitations. Okay, so we can't just spam stuff. We got to mm-hmm. think smart. Mom's our person on the inside. She might be able to at least get us past some level of security. Uh, we got to figure, you're like, okay, we got to get evidence. That was what that was mm. what Matumbo said. We got to get evidence of what's going on here uh, and try and expose it. Or rather, not Matumbo, uh, rather, that's what uh, Jenna's mom said. Yeah. That we got to get evidence and expose it. Okay, she can help us get the evidence, but it's about getting out. Uh, and so... What if we, it's like, I think it's like, okay, we also know for a fact that we can enter from there, but what if, uh, I think you start to make the same connection that Jin did, which is that when Dr. Prohaska was running from the caves, people were chasing him from deeper into the caves. That implies, and the fact that the, the chopper was scrambled so quickly, that implies that there, there is potentially access to uh, to that facility through the caves. Mm-hmm. They might not even know you're coming. Maybe your mo- if you can figure out where, you might be able to have your mom let you in and like get you past most of the security. And just if, as long as you're able to keep people off of your mom, okay. So there's your plan. It's like you she she goes in the one way, <laughs> y'all go in the back way. She lets you in. You use whatever powers you need to navigate. You grab the stuff. You get out of there. And heck, why not even burn down part of the facility? Who who cares? Well, not who cares. It's it's a bad place where people are doing bad things. <laughs> you want to you don't want to just like tie this up in legality issues. You might want to actually stop them from doing this anymore. But that is entirely up to you, of course. Yeah. So I say opening an end game, we're gonna need your help. But middle game, you leave that to us. Okay. Uh, she uh, she pulls out a pad and pen, uh, pad and pen, and begins writing stuff down. Uh, we're gonna jump from that seat as you guys are formulating this plan. Uh, I had one very brief moment that I wanted to play out before going to bed, which is that. Uh, Bernard, when he drives Buck back, and of course, your father still not at home, uh, I think Bernard, having witnessed and heard what was being said about what your dad is up to, uh, looks at you and says, Master Buck, I I know that you are one who is uh, pretty difficult to to flap. You're pretty unflappable. Not, not completely unflappable, but pretty difficult to flap. A real heavy wing, so to speak. I just wanted to check. Are you okay? <laughs> I was listening to a spider recite poetry. <laughs> oh, was it good? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
um, no, yeah, you know, I mean, come on, man. If I got like twisted up every time I got shot at, drank water filled with magical microbes and got superpowers and realized our entire life and economic system and ultimate well-being was based on a pack of lies, I couldn't get out of bed in the morning. Uh, he smiles and says, I'm glad. Uh, and he puts his he puts his hand on your shoulder and says, Master Buck, if there is anything that you need from me, you just let me know. I will be proud and honored to help you on your adventures and on your mission. Thanks, Bernard. You know, I... It's weird. I know, like, a lot of times, Dad just treats you like you're the help, but in many ways, you've been more of a dad than he has. Oh, good day for Bernie. Now, bring it in. Bring it in, buddy. Bring it in. Hey. <laughs> he just hugs. Just, um, I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need you to have some plausible deniability on this, all right? Just, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just sort of, like, hold his head a little bit like I'm going to kiss him on the forehead and then uh, sideways <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to implant uh, a false memory okay what false memory are you going to implant actually before you roll this mm -hmm. go ahead because I think he's in a very emotionally receptive state right now mm -hmm. so I'm going to call this I'm going to call this a five okay what am uh, I rolling so which I which roll two d4s this okay. is we are down to now to three uh, psychic energy tokens okay. roll 2d4s and see what we get that is a two and a four so six okay Ooh. you succeed and i think you get like a weird stomach cramp for like a moment <laughs> but uh, you are able to succeed describe for me what uh bernard sees the sandwiches hit different um <laughs> uh, <laughs> i want bernard to think that we both just went inside and went to bed and it was no big deal that it's just like nothing else happened we we shared this moment he went to sleep, and so did I. Okay. Because uh, that's he, not what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, boy. He he smiles and says, oh, what a lovely night. Uh, he gives a little fist bump. He's like, big, big day for Bernie. Uh, as he goes Thanks, up Bernie. to his, his, his room. Uh, and I <laughs> snoop around Dad's office. Ooh. Oh. Nice. Your dad's... Yes, your dad's office is locked at all times, especially like when he's in there or when he's not. Uh, so you, you may have to pick the lock. You go ahead and let me know how you, and I think you know that his office is locked. You let me know how you intend to get in. Follow-up question. How hot is the energy we can generate from our hands? <laughs> Can I as just hot melt as you need it to be, baby? <laughs> you you absolutely can. I will allow this. I feel one uh, way or roll. another. What happens after this is kind of going to be a non-factor. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to call this a three. Roll two d fours because it's, it's a regular old lock. That is a three on the first die. Okay. Uh, you, I think, get that same like arm cramp, but you uh, feel an intense heat emanating from your hand. The air distorts as the as the uh, knob completely melts, and like the lock is the inner mechanisms of the lock are destroyed, uh, and the door. You can even see that it's now hanging loose. I mean, he's not gonna blame me for that. Like, who's got laser powers? 
face. <laughs> and then I, 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 I do go in. I try and open up to the to the group chat such as it is. Uh, th- mm-hmm. This is this is what I'm doing. So like wh- whatever I'm seeing in here, I don't mind if they see it. Okay, your dad's office. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you can. You can. I will allow you to sort of through Myriad because Myriad sort of exists in everybody's minds. Any Mm -hmm. information you get, you can pass on to everybody else because Myriad knows it and can tell everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, So go ahead. uh, And I mean, right off the bat, this your dad's office is like a shrine to himself, like much like the, the rest of the house where there are all these photos of him accomplishing things. There's a shrine to him. It is a shrine to himself. And interestingly, it's not just himself. And this is something that you may not have seen because I don't know if you've ever been inside of your dad's office with the high backed leather chair, the desk that is covered in piles of files and forms and folders and documents. Uh, if you've ever seen like the beginning of Ikiru uh, by Akira Kurosawa, it's like that guy's desk. It's like the main character desk at the beginning of that. He is swallowed by his work. But interestingly, um, and I think you you would notice this, there are multiple pictures, not just of your dad, but of you and your brother up until a certain point. There are like all the different achievements. You can see uh, back when you were a child and used to, you know, in early elementary school, you used to play soccer, you know, like when you were like six years old, all the different trophies that you and your brother were always achieving so highly. And then you see like trophy after trophy. You see, oh, academic award after academic award. You see like he even kept some of the projects uh, that you guys had made for school. And it just... If you were to like be following a timeline, the timeline just cuts off about three years ago. There's nothing that you have done since starting high school in this room. No indication and no photos of you post uh, high school either. I, w- I would say for those of you that are kind of seeing this for the first time, and even me seeing it for a while, the two kids are identical. But everyone, it's like gold and silver always, but it's going back and forth. It's constantly neck and neck. Like, no, no one of them is winning. And yes, it just all stops. Like, mm-hmm. Asshole. <laughs> I, I am going to need from you, we will call this uh, a grit roll. Because I think you're having, I think there's like a lot of emotions that are happening right now and you're having to push through that and like really buckle down and like, all right, let's look through. This is also perhaps a level of motivation that Buck has not experienced in quite some time. And deeply resents, I'm going to say. Uh, That that is a seven. I I have an eight and I rolled a seven. Okay. Um, the that uh, seven is good enough. You tell me what you are looking for and I will tell you what you find in that in that vein. I would say that all of you see him staring at probably the last picture in that um in that series and it's um a track race. And it is the only time they're not number one and number two. Buck's got the gold medal, and the other one actually has a bronze. Another kid is between them. And Buck is clearly looking at his brother, almost kind of like you know, ah, like come at me type thing. Like he's like <laughs> he's being a sore winner at at his brother, and that's the last picture. And Buck is staring at it for a minute, and you all feel a lot of emotions come up, and he starts repeating uh, a mantra to himself, 
that isn't in English, he's like, oh, money paid me, um, oh, money paid me, um, <laughs> life is temporary and fleeting. It's, it's, it's okay, 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 all right, all right, all right. All right, I'm looking at the desk. I'm looking at the desk. What am I looking for? Genius girl. One of you genius girls. You you can hear me. Like, what even is this stuff? And just like very like almost like physically trying to shoe cobwebs and just move past it and go over towards the desk. Mm. Yeah, uh, Kimberly, you absolutely can respond. I think this is also while you're like drawing up a plan with your mom <laughs> to figure out uh, what documents do you would and anyone who wants to. What documents would you all like to look for in this desk? Blueprints, like office blueprints. I mean, I assume Dad doesn't necessarily have a file with a skull and crossbones on it. You know what yeah, I mean? like, like, like dastardly projects you know? Lay, laying there. Yeah, but... it's just a mustache being twiddled. Like it's yeah, exactly. great by a mustache being yeah. in the process of being twiddled. Just a jar of uh, rat poison that is actively bubbling, just sitting on the desk. You know, there's, um, a, there's a witch with a cauldron that's in the corner. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, she get paid yeah, full I time. I haven't seen you in a while as Merelda. Yeah. Um, Maybe like latest passwords might be written down. Ooh. Esmeralda. For sure. Uh, yes, you can have, if you're looking for, you're looking for information about the layout of the building as well as uh, security stuff. I would say whether or not I have access to it. Um, Max, home Max already existed by this time. So I'd say whatever the most expensive version of a home Mac at that time, he probably would have had. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. You find where your dad keeps his passwords mm-hmm. and you can absolutely go into his account because he can access the company's system from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a special oh, hookup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fax everybody dicks. I actually remember those old Macs and there was like a, uh, there was like a, a, che- a mouse in a maze finding cheese game. Like, I, yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm very old. <laughs> Buck's getting distracted. Yeah. You, you spend a few yeah, you spend like, a few minutes. Just I'm like, oh, uh, bro, like, like it's like Pac Man, but like on his computer. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, oh. You are able to you hack through the system quite easily, uh, and you are able to uh, pretty easily find the information. Like you can find passwords for any of the doors. Like they do, there are some doors that have like com- uh, sort of computerized locks on them. A lot of them are still kind of analog, so to speak, like stuff you'd have to physically bust through. But there are some that have like uh, you, uh, you uh, that have actual uh, passwords that can be used. You find those passwords. Passwords. I'll even say you find probably the biggest thing, a map of the security system itself. You know where the cameras are based uh, dun, and dun, where. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. And I think your father, uh, seeing as how he is the executive director of the company, would probably be able to, with not too much effort, be able to access those cameras themselves. Uh, so I think you are even able to like view what is happening on the cameras. And you can see, if you do do so, you see that there is like a lot of that. There is a flurry of activity happening there this evening. It looks like there's a lot of high security. There are conversations happening of like you. I don't think you hear it because I don't think the whole place is bugged. But you see a lot of like like people going blah, blah, blah. at one point. I think you see uh, a figure walk down the hallway that you immediately recognize as your father. And people, everyone is kind of like oh, and like kowtowing and following along, trying to be like explain. Uh, it is it is not it is pandemonium there right now asshole um two two questions <laughs> is there 
any sign of the tranquilized kids. Mm-hmm. And the second thing, on his computer, I'm going to search for the last name Ainsley to see if dad knew that her mom died like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, you see a memo that the children uh, in question who were caught are essentially being brought... They they were not brought to that facility. They were taken to the hospital. Uh, they were taken... And, of course, this is Little Manu's hospital. Everything is owned by Cross. They were taken to the hospital, and you see indicated that they were given a dosage of... It literally says uh, BP, which I think you recognize to potentially be biosci. And I think it clicks in your mind that Myriad, you know, has the ability to alter memories. And it's entirely possible. Like, it's... Look, it's not real hard to replace somebody's memory of a traumatic event with, oh, yeah, a fire started by accident because a projector malfunctioned and you all passed out from smoke inhalation. Or, or we got some little fire breathing homies on the inside now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that's it. We got the way in. Um, Maybe like tomorrow before we go, I can like, Call in a bomb threat or something? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. You have access to your father's computer, which also means, like, you have, like, his accounts are all on here. Uh, I don't know if email, I have not looked it up to see if email existed at this point, but I'm sure there's some form of electronic In a, in a tertiary form, especially if you were rich. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and he can at least disseminate to other high-ups uh, specific directives. And so you could... <laughs> Give an order from your father to try and cause a commotion or eliminate a threat. Okay, so hey, gang, um, before we do this tomorrow, I might be able to kick the hornet's nest a little bit. I don't think dad's gonna come home, and even if he does, he's not gonna know I melted the door off. <laughs> That'd be weird. I like melting. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Clyde his, um, his command of iambic pentameter is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear many things, comrade. You feel eight soft uh, little little. I don't know what the end of a tarantula's leg is called, but you feel whatever those are. You feel eight of them softly uh, caress your neck. Eight little uh, as if to be like yeah. it's more of like a thank you. Yeah, no, a little tarantula. I, no, I hate it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it does I'm, take some getting used. To. I'm like anything else you guys want to know about? I'm kind of hacked into the evil empire right now. <laughs> uh. The, uh, and Jin sounds like they're shoveling protein into their mouth. You don't know how you know it's meat, but you definitely it's meat. Oh, Buck does, mm, has less to do with the evil empire, more to do with those uh, photos of the person that looks exactly like you. Uh, was that a twin? I never knew you had a twin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that, that was that was my brother. Yeah, it's my brother Abe. Oh, uh, where is? Abe. I mean, uh, according to Myriad, like a part of the greater whole now, I guess. I was kind of hoping I'd hear his voice, but I didn't, so that's a little bit of a bummer. But yeah, he, um, yeah, he, he, um, yeah, he's, um, yeah. Mm hmm. Oh. I understand. I'm really sorry about that. 
Ah, no, no, see, it's like, it's all right, you know, because like, it was an awakening for me because like, we were so competitive and we'd like fight so hard and then he got sick and he fought so hard and it just sort of like showed me that it didn't really matter in the grand scheme, you know, you just gotta go with things. Like, why you gotta work so hard to lift all that weight when you're just gonna put it back down again? Sometimes it feels good to do things. There's a pregnant pause after Jenna says that, and there, and then like a swallowing noise uh, as Jen was like trying to like stuff all that food down and then collect their thoughts. Uh, Jenna's right. I mean, you're not wrong either, Buck. I, I think I understand where you're coming from. Like for the first time, maybe ever since you've said all those really smart things to me about life and philosophy and all that stuff. But I, I lived because. Well, before all of our discussions, you know, earlier tonight, I lifted because it was my only way out of here. But I guess in the process, I didn't even realize that lifting is fun. I, I like it. It's a lot of fun and it makes me feel strong and I like feeling strong. And even if one day, maybe soon as we try to charge into this place and if we get gunned down or whatever, but like, even if one day all of that ends up, you know, not going anywhere maybe that's maybe that's okay too maybe just the process of lifting is worth something too like me i like dissecting things i'm good at it oh you mean like intellectually right i don't think no she does. like literally yeah. dissecting oh, things okay. we did a pig the other day what like a whole pig it was I, am, I wish i'd been there for it that was a- <laughs> i i <laughs> It was glorious. When she said, I immediately look up, like, lab reports, and if Dad has, like, any dissection photos or anything, I just look at them for the sake of uh, <laughs> being able to see them. Like, whatever Dad has flayed on a um, table, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I didn't. And I think Jenna brings up something else you should look for. Maybe their recent projects. Maybe there's something we can take back with us as evidence. Well, I do kind of have one shot at this. Maybe there's something I could, like, print and we could take it to the paper or something. Or if there's proof they knew about my mother. I will say anything regarding, yeah, in in a a, a accidental death, especially any intentional cover-ups, I do print. Back in the day, the paper had all the, like, um... The, Little the perforations holes? on oh, the yeah. 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 Like, perforated yeah. holes <laughs> that you had to rip. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> that was so satisfying. Yeah. Yep. I think it takes a little bit of searching, but you do see it does they don't say explicitly names but there is something that is referred to as like the incident uh the 1972 incident uh and that how it, it indicates it doesn't like say any names but it says uh subject identified uh body disposed of uh like authorities you know distracted uh evidence reclaimed essentially uh and it's like reclaimed and destroyed uh and i think it's very clear like given the context that they that they did in fact uh that this is in fact about uh mrs ainsley i print all that and uh, i leave it up to you to because buck's actually not that dumb he's just no good in a fight would i be able to figure out how to change dad's password on this local machine 
Ooh. Okay. So, um, you know what? Uh, let's make this a brains roll. All right. Because uh, I don't know that Buck is real experienced with computers at all. Yep. Uh, although he probably has one. <laughs> He's got one, but he just doesn't play. He does it not out of rejection for his dad. Although I rolled a nine. Okay. I was going to say an eight. So you, <laughs> with a nine, figure out how to change your father's password. I change the password to my mother's birthday. Because if he's the asshole Ooh. I think he is, he will not know. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, even if there was a time when he remembered, that has been <laughs> scrubbed out of his memory mm-hmm. uh, the, over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say you do find, like, page after page after page of research that is virtually indecipherable to you. But you you do see mention of key terms like biosci uh, and like organisms and things like that are like oh yes okay and you you recognize that even sorting through this would get you nowhere but if you gave it to like journalists given enough time there's something they might be able to do with it but also physical evidence and any other evidence you can add to this is going to help because anyone could theoretically have fabricated something like this this all seems incriminating yep. <laughs> Probably print that, right. I print that out. Otherwise, um, I try my best to cover my tracks in the office. Obviously, the lock is melted, but I mean, I don't make it look like he's been robbed or ransacked or anything of, this, of the sort. We are going to jump ahead uh, to the following morning. Is there now? Obviously, um, uh, Matumbo said she was going to infiltrate the midnight. Uh, so you have a whole day of things to do. Uh, all I need to know is what, if any, preparations are all of you making? What would all of you like to do, if anything, to prepare? Uh, we will start with Kimberly, because uh, you were the one formulating the plan in the first place. <laughs> what, if anything, would you like to do prepared over the course of this day? Yeah, so first off, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so we have a family breakfast. Um, <laughs> preparing, I think... Um, I think the opener is going to be entering through the cave system. So getting that all sorted out, I definitely want to have prepared with my mom. Um, And then probably spending the rest of the day with Jamie um, and my mom and sort of like going over things we would need to know when we're in, if we get separated or something while we're in the facility to sort of be prepared for that kind of stuff. So I feel very vulnerable being the only one that doesn't have powers so i think i'm gonna um go like full defense i'm gonna see if i can find like uh i don't know if like i don't know if my dad was into sports or anything like that do we have any like sports equipment that i could maybe wear like a like a oh man (laughs) Uh, I think the most the most your dad would have been into sports is if it was in a movie. Mm. Uh, let me see when Hoosiers <laughs> came out. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Rocky has already come out. Um, Nineteen eighty six hasn't even come out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, like any chess? Well, Brian's song. <laughs> he might be a fan of Brian's song. That already came out. I would say that your dad probably has like some commemorative sports gear. Like he has boxing gloves and shoes and shorts from Rocky. 
uh, like even if they're replicas or whatever, he probably has also like stormtrooper armor from like Star Wars. <laughs> uh, he's a big fan of that. Uh, I think he probably has like a, a recreation of the android from Metropolis, as well as maybe some of like the helmets from like Brian's song or something like that. Like, the helmet and some pads. See, under normal conditions, Jamie would not risk th- any of this under any circumstances. But the idea of getting shot but even by a dart and put out a commission so that he can't help uh i think he's gonna sneak into what i only imagine is like a of room packed with like posters and movies similar to his but like more like our dad is probably like a, a kid at heart and just buys all of this stuff to fill this room with as well uh so i'm gonna sneak in and uh, put as much of that stormtrooper armor into my backpack as I can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> uh, is that the is that the extent of your preparation is uh, getting the getting all uh, armored pretty up? Pretty much. I'm going to ask Matumbo if she has a weapon I can borrow, but other than that, I'm like, I'm going to put it in my backpack and then I'll put it on when we get there. <laughs> yeah, let's Alrighty. bring like a crowbar with us or something. Mm, it's a good thinking. Yeah, uh, I think that, yeah, you can absolutely get a hold of that stuff. And Matumbo, you know, will probably meet you at, like, at the uh, the place where you last. Either, uh, you could guess she'd probably be either in or around Silver Screen Rentals, or you might be able to find her near the actual site of the fire. So, uh, jumping ahead, uh, 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 Jin, what is Jin doing to prepare during this day? Absolutely, just like warming up with stretches, uh, getting a little bit of a pump going, not enough to exhaust themselves, like, or to like burn their muscles out. They actually have been recovering this entire time, shoveling protein into their mouth, like hydrating, hydrating, hydrating. They're just making sure that they're in peak physical form. And they are also bringing creatine shoes for everyone, uh, as well as pre-workout for everyone to make sure we get that, you know, like, adrenaline pumping before Mm -hmm. we go down into into the caves uh as well as uh chalk just in case we have to move heavy things and it's slippery because they remember how wet it was down there um uh you know the half-eaten pack of dog treats as usual in case they come across some cute dogs in in the mines in the caves and i think there's a moment where they're trying to choose a weapon in their cramped little like attic bedroom with a slanted ceiling that like the lowest part they bump their head against whenever they like come up into the attic Um, tons of posters of weightlifters and powerlifters and like charts of nutritional graphs and whatnot uh clothes and uh bed sheets strewn everywhere they're choosing between the gun that they took from one of the like men in black mm-hmm. that they had hidden inside their gym bag when their parents picked them up, uh, as well as probably like a baseball bat. I figured there's sports paraphernalia everywhere, like a wooden baseball bat. And in the Absolutely. end, they choose the bat because they don't know how to work that thing and they take the bat with them. <laughs> All right, no problem. That sounds good to me. Uh, how is How is Buck preparing throughout the day? literally does nothing different with one exception he wears his old track shoes like with the cleats so when he's like walking around a school he's like click 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 click, click, like while he's walking yeah but i got my i got my my cleat shoes on uh there is before we go go there is something i would like to do but that's like you know closer to go time okay we'll do it right after we find out what jenna has been doing to prepare uh, Jenna's preparing her Polaroid camera and some extra film for the, the camera. 
and uh, she has a set of like multi-tool, like pocket a black multi-tool kit, as well as like a little lockpick set, and um, probably uh, making a little armor thing for Clyde. Oh, uh, Clyde, uh, where is it like a little, I guess a little plate, like a little plate for Clyde's head. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little yeah. shell. Oh, Clyde, uh, yeah. flexes their legs, uh, with this on and says, now I cut the image of a fearsome warrior. Uh, and they just raise two <laughs> legs in like the Adonis pose. <laughs> just, ha, huh. except, well, not two legs. They raise Every set of legs, uh, just sort of let, setting their body down, and every set of legs raises. So there's just four rows of legs in that pose. It's kind of like a turtle shell, so he could he could like hide in it if if he needs. Oh, Some, if someone tried to step on it, it would he wouldn't get crushed. Type that is thing. adorable. Uh, a big fan. If you're listening to this and you do fan art, please draw a picture of Clyde <laughs> yeah! in his turtle shell armor. This is a ten out of ten from me. Yay! This is beautiful. Um. Okay. So the. the also, it's super goth looking. It has little spikes and stuff. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love that. Okay, so um, now the, I do need one thing from you, which is, well, two things, actually. Mm-hmm. Number one, are you bringing Joe? Because Joe was, I think Joe was fully intending to come. And then number two, how are you getting out of the house, considering that you have, in fact, been grounded? Yeah, so I think that Joe has probably snuck out a few times and knows his way around getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Jenna probably has seen this. Um, so I think they're going to sneak out. And definitely if Joe is in, they'll go together. All right. I think uh, Joe comes by your room like in the evening and like you hear like a knock uh, when you open the door. He's there and he's like, um, Last night. I told you to use the secret knock. Oh, sorry. He, like. How would I have known it was yeah, you? close the door again. <laughs> I'll uh, just do the stupid knock, all right? Uh, he does the knock <laughs> again. Uh, as you open it, he's like, okay, look, last night was a lot, but I wanted to make sure that you know I'm not going to let anything happen to you. You're my hoss. Thanks. Thanks. All right, cool. Uh, I'll see you outside in like in fifteen. Okay. Okay. Whoa! He just hits his own chest and stomps off. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and Jenna tries to copy it, but like she's not as enthusiastic. She's trying. Yeah. Uh, you. He stomps off. You guys are able to. I won't even make you roll. You're able to successfully sneak out of your rooms because Joe is very practiced at this. Uh, jumping back to Buck. Buck, what was the thing that you wanted to do just before y'all went? Um, I want to, from Dad's machine, send out a message to everybody that there's a containment leak in that facility and that all non-essential persons need to evacuate immediately. Ooh. Boy, okay, okay, okay. There's not even a role here. This is from your father's machine. Um, this is, there's Asshole. not a role to, con- <laughs> <laughs> there, there is, there is no role to convince everyone. What I'm going to need from you is, ooh, I'm going to need, 
let's call this a flight roll. Uh, this is basically to see how long this is able... Uh, this is to be see how long before your father realizes what is happening and belays that So, it so happens flight is what I'm best at, and I got a 16 on my d20. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, yeah, it's gonna take I, a little while. I know how he talks. Although, I make a point that I, I give no instructions because I don't want to say anything that sticks out. It's just like, containment leak, don't even say what, all non-essential personnel evacuate immediately. I love it. Uh, are you, I assume you're leaving Bernard here or are you having him drive you? Oh, he's, I'm driving. I mean, come on. Like, what am I supposed to do? Ride my bike? Yeah. Like, Bernard will, will drive us out there. Smash cut to Jay right. riding his bike there. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, Kimberly on the back. I, 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 will, I will say I, I do load, I do load my bike uh, in the trunk, though, just in case. Yeah, but uh, you know, and, and if anybody else needs a ride, of course, I can be right out there. Do you all meet at Silver Screen Rentals before then heading to the actual site? Seems um, very cinematic, so I think Jamie would advocate for that. Okay, <laughs> uh, y'all appear. Uh, there's a brief moment where, like, as you guys are explaining the plan to each other, you know, everybody's going over everything. I will say Jamal is also here. Uh, he, he's there. He, I would say that Jamal has, uh, has basically got a bunch of, like, scrap. He went to, like, a junkyard and took, he has, like, a bucket as well as, like, pieces of scrap metal that he has spent all day because he's done, he's been doing, like, shop class and stuff. He's managed to, like, sort of round off the edges of things so they don't cut into him. And he's got, like, very makeshift scrap armor, uh, there with, along with, like, a long, jagged, like, spear of, of scrap metal that he found. Uh, it looks like maybe, like, a piece of, um, oh, I can't remember. It's, uh, the, the metal bar, rebar, maybe. Uh, that he got a hold of and he's got his very jagged. Uh, but there's a moment where Mrs. Patterson, uh, who, cause she's in on this now, uh, but as y'all are about to leave, she lo- goes, she looks at all of you and says, you kids are incredibly brave. Uh, and I hope that all of you are safe and I will do my best. Don't worry. And she turns to you, Jamie and Kimberly and pulls you both in. And she says, if, if things start to go Sour, get out of there. Don't worry about me. I will do whatever it takes to get you to safety. All right? You need to be safe. You're the Queen's Gambit. But I hope it doesn't come to that. I love you. (laughs) She just pulls you in and holds you, uh, pulls you in as well, Jamie, and holds you. I whisper in her ear, um, I don't blame you for all those years. She, I think there's like a, the hug goes on a little bit longer uh, because of that. And then as she leaves, her face is kind of hidden, but I think you can see uh, her shoulders shaking a little bit as she walks out to the car uh, and drives off to the facility. I'm going to put my card back in my spike, clamp it back on, because I took it off so it wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't make as much noise when we were sneaking out. (laughs) Sorry, seeing seeing B-Dave stand up and go to a normal door. Makes that room look tiny. <laughs> it looks so tiny. <laughs> it's like that, that is, scene I, I, in Willy Wonka where they walk it in the door and just gets smart. <laughs> I, I tell when people try to figure out how big I'm like, I'm literally I'm the door. If you look at a doorway, my head goes to the top, my shoulders go to the sides. I'm the door. That is true. Yeah. 
I'm not. I'm the doorknob. <laughs> I'm telling you, we'll go, we, next time we're together, we'll do the full anime. You sit on my shoulder thing, you know oh what I mean? And we like we yeah. got that we got that picture ready. Yep. Sorry, it, there's there's torrential rains here, and it's like everything got quiet. And I'm from the south. When everything gets quiet, that's when something's wrong. Cause that's when the tornado comes. Yeah. So although it's completely different weather here, when it was just like rain, 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 nothing, I'm like, you know, it's not luck. Yep. Yeah. Got to check to see if the sky's exactly. green. Exactly. I'm like, yep. do I hear any crickets? Do I hear any crickets? I, cricket? I don't hear any crickets. Yeah. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. As you arrived at Silver Street Rentals, there probably would have been like a note from Matumbo, like a, a like slid under the door, just being like, meet you at the site from last night. Wait, M- Matumbo. Uh, and then it just says, oh, no, M- there's a M- note. With Damn a line underneath it. <laughs> It, it sounds like her voice. <laughs> yeah, I read it. And I'm like, wait. Even her oh. handwriting's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, you, uh, do you all head to the uh, to the site from last yes. night? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. On our way, okay. Jin does turn to Jamal, looking at their armor, and go, "I, I should have." Did we need armor for this? Because I'm just in like a t-shirt and jeans and stuff. I brought armor. Yeah. <laughs> for me. Uh, sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> you know? I have, I have extra scrap if you need it. Yeah, maybe just like one over like my chest and like my yeah. head area and my throat. I don't want to get throat got. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let me let me look. Uh. He he. Like I think on the like in the car on the way there. Uh. Like I imagine in the Rolls Royce. He's like <laughs> yeah. attaching pieces of scrap to you. Uh. He's like here you go. Uh. Yeah. You look. You look really cool. Um, Thanks. I kind of feel like an old-timey knight, you know, if knights had the disease you got if you got cut by a rusty can. <laughs> yeah, tetanus. tetanus. Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, do you have any scrap to go over, like, my butt? I don't know. I just have... It's just the powerlifting team weird yeah. about butt stuff. Yeah, there's, like, a pause. He's like... He, as he considers what you just said, he's like, absolutely. Uh, finds, like, the biggest piece of metal and hands it to you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wearing, like, a, like a chainmail skirt, like, uh, like Samurai <laughs> yeah. might have, you know, like, putting it over, yeah, exactly. over my back. Nice. Uh, he's like, there you go, and there's a little tink, tink. Uh, and then there's, like, a moment where it's like, I think both of you realize, oh, man, this is, like, the most positive interaction we've had in years. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, there's a moment where, like, it kind of feels like we're kids again on the playground, like, playing, like, knights and wizards right in the sand. And uh, Jin's kind of laughs a little bit in the back of the Rolls Royce and says, uh, I-, I miss this, Jamal. Yeah, uh, me too. Well, you know, if, if we survive, maybe we'll get yeah. to <laughs> If we live. Right, if we don't get, you know, <laughs> shot by a gun. <laughs> if, we, if we don't die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, statistically speaking, you're the one in the most trouble, Jamal. All the rest of us kind of have important plot arcs. Except um, I do lean in and I say, I think Joe's the one in the biggest trouble, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, walk away. I just need more story than Joe. I, need, I don't need to have the most story. I just need more story than Joe. He goes around like he starts. He like grabs Kimberly. He's like, I've always been in love with you. He goes over to, to Jenna. He was like, I, you know, I want to understand your deal. Uh, and like just immediately starts trying to establish stories with everyone. You're uh, forcing it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I'm a black man in an action scene right now. We gotta keep this together. I, I tell uh, him like so. 
meta humor is never going to be in Jamal. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on that note, you all arrive at the site, and inside you can already see, like, part, uh, I think it's not even C, uh, it's probably, you can assume that it's hidden, the chopper, uh, the chopper that, uh, that Matumbo drives is most likely hidden somewhere, but, like, as you approach the caves, Matumbo just emerges from the blackness, uh, and she's like, you made it, good to see all of you, you look ready. I have a stormtrooper, just the chest piece on because none of it else would fit, and a normal bike helmet on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she's like, you need, you need a little something. To yeah, hit like with a hit, there. a hit or a shoot thing would be good. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, she reaches down, uh, like by her ankle, pulls out a like a little, what looks like a tiny little nub knife, and she like grabs the tip and. <laughs> And it pops out to be like a solid, like foot long, very thin stabbing implement. Uh, and she's like, she locks it in place. She's like, give that a try. I grab it and very quietly under my breath, trying to not let anyone else hear me. I make a lightsaber sound as I make it elongate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, she, <laughs> she looks at all of you and she's like, all right. Now, I did a little bit of reconnaissance. The place was crawling with goons earlier, but a little bit ago it seemed like they all vanished. Don't know if there were orders from up top or what the deal was, but should have a clearer way than I expected. Should we get going? Yes. Yes. Let's okay, do good. it. I, you all seemed scared there for a minute. There was a long pause after I asked, should we get going? Let's get going. <laughs> uh, she turns uh, and starts walking down uh, into the, the caves. And these caves, uh, I don't think any of you have really thoroughly explored these caves, but they are a beautiful system, uh, a cave network that exists, some of which are man-made tunnels. Uh, and she has spent a lot of time uh, exploring this place over the last day or so, but it's not just her. All all of you have, except for Jamie, uh, have the memories of Dr. Prohaska, who lived in these caves for weeks. And so I won't even make you roll. Y'all are able to, over the course of, it's like a solid 30, 45 minutes of traveling. You're going a few miles. You are able to arrive at a weirdly unguarded door. Like, mm. it's one of those things that's like, man, it's almost like everyone left for some reason uh, as as you all are standing there. And I think just before entering, she looks at all of you and she says, I normally pull moves like this alone these days. It's been a long time since I had a unit, so I just want to say last night there were a lot of feelings. You all had some breakthroughs. I think some of you are finding yourselves. And I just want to say if we make it out of this, Always be true to yourself. I, I wasn't always true to myself. I, I grew up being told that I was someone other than I really was. I'm uh, not going to mince words. Uh, they don't normally let women into the armed forces, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, and uh, I didn't realize, I guess. Uh, well, I realized, but uh, I hadn't accepted at that point uh, when I originally was drafted that I was a woman. But when my unit got wiped out... Um, I and my, she gets a long off look in her, on her eyes. She says, my best friend, when we survived, we made a promise to ourselves that we would always 
live as ourselves from from this point on. So this is me letting you all know. Live the life that you're meant to live. Be yourselves, always. I have, and it's led me here. That's the opposite advice that my parents gave. I would say, as as she's talking, like, Buck increasingly starts looking past her and behind her and just sort of mutters to himself, this is the scene when she gets shot in the back. Jamie's, like, nodding, (laughs) like, looking at you like, "I I know what you're thinking. Yep. Just kind of <laughs> steps away from her, just in case, like there's splatter. And- <laughs> As she finishes her speech, there's a sudden uh, from behind, and she whirls around, and she's like. Oh, and it's just the door opening as you're as Mrs. Patterson is on the other yeah. side. Like all the guards are gone. I don't understand what happened. It's like it's like the place got evacuated. I had to sneak past some people as they were leaving. Uh, and she's like, Matumbo's like, even I kind of thought that I was gonna bite it just now. <laughs> we got an, another inside man on our side. All I did is ask myself what Kimberly would have done. I think I'm yeah. borrowing some of your smarts. Uh, 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 guys, before we go in, um, and Jin horrifyingly uh, puts their hand out into the middle of the circle. Instantly, I join them. Wait. I do not hesitate. Before I do this, what are we saying? Because I don't want everyone to go three, two, one, and then we all say something else. Hoss is on three. Uh, as Joseph Fortin shoves his head in the put middle. Put my hand in. I just, I put my hand, but I look at Joe and I just sort of like shake my head like you're not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jenna's last and she's just watching you all and she's like I really don't like touching and she puts her hand <laughs> in the middle uh, you see that uh, Matumbo looks and she's like alright fuck it uh, puts her hand in the middle uh, yes. what do you all say on three you don't all have to say the same thing I think it'd be hilarious if we said something three. different <laughs> I know yes. what Buck is you going to say yeah on the count of three, everybody just say what you're going to say. Right, right. Uh, one, two, three. Be true to yourself. <laughs> uh, all, right. all that Matumbo did was just blow smoke. And just, like, blow smoke <laughs> into the middle of the circle. Uh, as you all look around, and you're in, Mrs. Patterson is like, that's great. Could, could we, this is dangerous. Could we please, please? Uh, yes, Miss Patterson. Jenna will go forward. Okay. So, uh, you all know that, I think in, intrinsically, like, you know where a lot of the facilities are here. Um, there are a couple of options of places that you could try and go. You could try and go directly to, like, one of the labs. You could go to a storage facility where you, like, the labs are where they're actually uh, experimenting on and testing the samples. Uh, you could go to the place where they store the samples, which is separate from, like, the actual labs. It's part of the same building, but it's a storage area. Uh, or you could try and go to, like, an executive area to try and get more documents. Uh you know that you probably have a limited uh, time in which to operate. You know that though most of the people may have evacuated, you don't know that everyone's gone. There might be people trying to like find the source of the containment breach. There might be there, there likely are guards somewhere in the building. What are we thinking? Well, our, our outcome here is to to stop whatever is happening here, right? That's that's our objective. That when we leave, they can't do the thing anymore, right? Um, and gather evidence too, presumably. Then Buck says, 
I want to be part of team blow yeah, things up. I think, I think we should go and break the containment because if they don't have the stuff, they can't do the thing. Uh, we should probably also get something that proves that we didn't just come in and vandalize across factory. Maybe the lab is their F7 right now. The most undefended undefended place on a chessboard. Uh, I, I can get you into the, the lab. I have I have clearance. I have all the passwords. So we go in, we smash stuff, and then we also steal some stuff as evidence. And then we blow everything up. Yeah. Do you know how? Uh is there uh Miss Patterson, is there a big blow everything up button, like in the movies? Uh n- no, no, honey. Uh Jenna holds out her hand. <laughs> Those those aren't real. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Those aren't real. Uh, also, I would prefer that we not blow the whole building up. I do work here. Uh, this is my livelihood. It. I, I would be. Mom, ha- I'm happy to facilitate. Y- yes, you can come uh, work yes, at the video store with me. Honey, do not. Do not. I am a. I am a doctor. I will have you know. I am a brilliant woman. I am not working at a video store. At what's the very with, least, can we leave some of the land in a video store? Jamie is not brilliant. Honey, we will talk about this later. Do not do this in front of your friends. We do you can want to do this in front of your friends? I, I just sort of, uh, while they're talking, I just uh, lean down to Jenna and I'm like, we can at least blow up the samples. Let's go. <laughs> I, yeah. I've got a I think as she, yeah, I think as you all are heading that way, she has right. already like started yeah. with Jamie walking towards the lab. Just yeah. like, do not talk back to me in front. Do not disrespect Movie, me. I'm telling you, okay? mom, movies have, are the future. No one's going to care about psychic powers when they can experience all emotions that they could ever need through movies. And I facilitate okay. that for people by distributing it to them. Sweetie, sweetie, we need to, when we get home, we need to look up things. We need to look up some psychology manuals and see what we, what they have to say about delusions of grandeur. Okay, honey? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys are like getting down. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I very much say in everyone else's heads. He's got delusions of grandeur, and he's the only one without superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who is going where? Uh, as I understand it, Buck and uh, Buck and Jenna are heading to the samples. Is that correct? Okay. Where yeah. is Jin going? Uh, are the samples part of the lab, like a section in the lab area? Yes, they're they're in the the lab complex is very large. Uh, they're because this is they're not just testing this; they're testing all sorts of products here. So there's a it's a big old lab, labyrinthine even. Uh, so you can abs yeah exactly. Uh, you can <laughs> you can head uh, to the, it is in part it is part of the same facility ultimately. Okay, uh, what are like the major sections that leap out to us that like Buck might have honed in on on like the security cameras? Uh, well, the hallways in general are being monitored. The hallway monitoring is like pretty simple. The rooms that are like heavily monitored are the imp- are like the prize rooms. So like the labs are generally heavily monitored. Uh, the uh, I would say the storage, like the the places, basically the places where you are going are the places that are the most heavily monitored because of the places that be the need to be the most protected. Anything that is like super top secret uh, need, or they need a visual record of what's going on there, yeah, sure. those are the biggest spots. So Jin actually would go, the two places you're going. Totally. Uh, to wherever like maybe hard records might be kept. Maybe records too sensitive to put on like a computer. Uh, if, if it's like under lock and key or a vault or something, they would try to go there and try to mm-hmm. like literally just physically break uh, the lock open and try to get to what's inside. 
Okay. Uh, I imagine that in uh, I'm we're gonna go ahead and say that this lab does not store all of their like uh, notes in the lab itself. They have like an actual filing mm-hmm. section uh, that is probably one of the less monitored spots because there's just not as much in there. So you absolutely can go. I need a brawn roll to break the lock. Awesome. That is a d20. <laughs> oh, that's a natural no! one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Too much yeah. protein. <laughs> Too much I protein. Cramps. Cramps. I will say that Jamal has come with you. Mm. Uh, I think he. I think Joe definitely went with Jenna. Jamal has gone with you. Uh, Bernard is back in the car. He has not come into this. He's the no. He's That's the fine. wheel man. Yeah. 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 Getaway. Uh, Bernard is the yeah. getaway. He's our getaway yeah. car. He's the baby. Bernard driver. is keeping the car warm for you. He is revved already. He's got his playlist um, going. Just imagine it's yeah. like the like the <laughs> hardest rap. <laughs> yeah. When Bernard's not yes. around people, it's just like the hardest rap. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's 85 it's sugar hill gang yeah. but yes that's still yes, that still exactly. goes pretty hard yeah he throw he has it he's sitting there like don't push me because i'm close to the edge i'm trying not to lose my head <laughs> uh, we, will <laughs> we will come back to you standing outside just having like pink and like nothing ever happens in this door uh jamal's like let, maybe I I should try. Uh, he's gonna step up and try. Jamal's oh not strong. Uh, he's he's gonna give it a shot. Uh, he, he doesn't do it either. Uh, he just he may he scratches the door like he scratches mm. a groove into the door with his like spike spear, like, but does not manage to break the lock. Oh man, I, I think I've got performance anxiety. It's just I I've never had friends before, and I, I just I don't know. I'm getting kind of nervous. He puts a hand on your shoulder and he's like. You have had a friend before. You and me. Right. You're right. Okay, let's just keep banging our sticks against this huge reinforced metal door. Yeah, okay. This is crazy. I had a seance last night, then all my friends got superpowers, and now we're breaking into a facility. Go ahead and bust the door down. This is wild. I know. (laughs) This will make great uh, college application material if we survive. (laughs) He's you got it. Uh, and he's going to like he's going to be like, wait, I can help you. And he's going to swing and smack you uh, on the pl- the butt plate with his <laughs> thing to try and like kick, kick in like your muscular, like your muscle system to be like, oh, yes, reflexes. Uh, so he's he failed. I'm going to give him an adversity token and he's giving you the adversity <laughs> token right now. Oh, I love uh, that. And he is also loyal. So you get a plus Ooh. two. Does that mean I get to roll again? Yes, you get to roll brawn again. Go ahead and roll brawn. Uh, you get a plus two to whatever it is you roll. Oh, God. Please. Okay, that's a 12 plus two is a 14. 14! The the lock is not that hard to break. You uh, shatter the lock off of the door, just snaps off. You are in. You can grab, like, with especially with Jamal, who is a very intelligent guy, mm. uh, you are able to navigate, grab whatever files you want. You tell me, you get the files. Yeah, uh, going for anything that says confidential <laughs> or, like, top secret on it. And that ha- that is either notarized or has signatures. Like, there are names, mm. right? Like, names and addresses is mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. Like, the people responsible for this. Uh, so, like, in case of, like, just thinking of, like, litigation, of, like, all the lawyer shows, right? Like, on t- TV yeah. and, like, all the lawyer films. And they're, like, grabbing as much, like, hard evidence that, like... Ha- gives like the agents responsible and like what they've done, mm-hmm. like records of meetings and stuff like that, shoving them into their gym bag. 
All right. And Jamal also brought a bag, so he's going to help you, like, fill both bags with as much stuff as you can grab. All right. That's what you all are doing. Uh, we're going to jump over to the uh, the lab team. So I'm assuming that this is Jamie, Kimberly, and Mrs. Patterson, also Dr. Patterson. Uh, is that is that uh, who we're yes. looking at? Mm-hmm. All right. So the three of you, she leads you down. It's a few minutes of a walk. Uh, she, like, has to types in, you know, the different passwords. Uh, there are, like, again, weirdly empty. It, the atmosphere here is, like, tense because you know there should be people in here and there aren't people right now, but you know there will be again. Uh, she hurriedly types in all of the passwords, uh, gets you through. The lab is state-of-the-art. There are all sorts of different machines that, like, and in rooms that are, like, clear, like encased entirely in glass and behind blast doors and stuff for them to try and, like, do all sorts of experiments and uh, shooting all sorts of energy into whatever it is they need. Uh, what is it that y'all are looking for as you enter this place? I think if Jen's getting info about like who is involved, then we need what they're doing. Um, so okay. we'll kind of do more about like any test result information that we can find um, and getting samples to take with us. Yes, there absolutely are some small samples that have been like, and especially some of the samples that are still in the process of being uh, dealt with. Um, you can even see as you're looking that there are like, some of these appear to be Specifically, like their initials that you're able to guess are probably referring to uh, Gigafuel, but then there are other products. And it's like, if you didn't know that it was Gigafuel, you probably wouldn't know what exactly it's for. But there are, it looks like they're, it looks like they may have been working on a line of various products. That, uh, and, and you all are able to grab quite a few samples. Um, is there anything else you wanted to grab in terms of like, because uh, a lot of the notes are where Jin is and where what Jin is essentially snagging right now. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to grab in terms of like equipment or anything like that? I am gonna try to secretly without my mom noticing break things. Oh, <laughs> Just like sev- severing okay. a cape. Like as I'm walking around like pretending to look for stuff, I'm taking my super cool blade that uh, I was given and just like while I'm like pointing it like oh that laser is really cool just like slicing a cable here and like oh man look at that and like puncturing some like I imagine there's a lot of those like big accordion things that go <laughs> just puncturing one of those and just like yeah randomly and making it look like I'm just walking around poking stuff <laughs> Okay, roll, we will say roll flight, because you're trying to, like, just, uh, you're trying to suppress this from your mother. You're trying to hide this from your mother's boss. I'm as as bad at flight, but here we go. That's a four. <laughs> uh, Kimberly, I will let you, this is, I'm saying the DC uh, for this is a seven. Kimberly, if you have any adversity tokens that you would like to spend or to help your brother, I will let you. Or I'll James, use you have my one adversity like token. So if you do have any, Kimberly, you can okay, give me one. Okay, I have one more, which counts as two. So okay. that brings you right up to it if you Just also use Distract yours. mom a bit while I'm poking things and slicing cables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, you completely distract your mom, and she's like, "Oh yes, honey. Actually, this is what this is for." And so I was like explaining to you, "Yeah, this is where <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, but once blah, more, blah, the Criterion that. Collection just came out, and it's proving that movies are so <laughs> fundamental to our society." <laughs> honey, I have been through a lot in the last twenty-four hours, and I've had it up to here. I'm running on red right now. You need. I am helping you. You. You need to give mom a break. Uh, we're gonna jump from that now to 
Buck and Jenna and Joe and Matumba. Uh, all of you have headed to the samples themselves. Now, what is it that you would like to do? I, I will say that in your minds, you can feel Myriad's voice almost like a hum. I think Myriad is attempting to soothe all of you uh, and like try and provide like an underscoring to be like, okay, it's going to be okay. Relax. We can do this. Uh, it's one of the, like you're getting uh, not in a distracting way, but like snippets of like memories of relaxation and calm and like assuredness, confidence uh, as you are heading there. And that's only getting louder the closer you get to the storage area. What would you all, what are you all here to do? Uh, I, I have a question for Myriad. Mm-hmm. If like they got your people in tanks and stuff, should we like pour it out or blow it up? Or is that gonna like hurt or whatever? Or is it like a drain? I don't know. The ideal would be for us to be released uh, either into the general water supply or simply out of this facility uh, to uh, ideally into a larger body of water or even water network where we can continue to survive. It would be tragic if we were to be destroyed here. Do we know of a water supply area that like people aren't drinking or something? Um, I think you know that the caves, uh, the caves were, like, where the water was oh. to begin with. So, like, okay. it, if you were to, re- if you were to find a way to, like, uh, flush it out into the caves or something, that would be a possibility. Could I make a trail for it to go with, like, some, like... Oh, some psychic, some psychic abilities? Is that what I'm hearing? Some psychic power, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm down for um, this. Uh, Buck, you got something to say? <laughs> yeah, he's um, Jenna. So, and I, I lean real close to her, and I'm like, "This is kind of awkward because they can hear our thoughts." Um, I mean, I know my dad's an asshole, and corporations are evil and everything, but do we know the like super sentient bacteria that's asking to get put into the water supply is friendly? <laughs> this this might be that part in the Jenna. movie. <laughs> uh, Jenna shakes her head. You. And then I think in response to this, rather than speaking, Myriad shows you uh, a selection of memories uh, as you see that what the, the, the section of Myriad that is in this facility has been like altered and like you Myriad experiencing immense pain and suffering as they've been like blasted with various energies and in many ways amplified as their power like as their energy has been amplified and you you also get a sense of like the history of how long myriad has been here it it was in the river that people like people lived around and did not do anything and i I, as much as myriad as can they're attempting to show you that there is a precedent for them not harming people Okay, Myriad, check mm. this out. So I think Jenna and I are probably qualified to pass judgment on the whole human race. So if we help you get out of here, you gotta, like, check with us, too, before you do anything terrible. Like, the others will be like, oh, don't kill everybody. But we might be like, maybe kill everybody. But like, we just want, like, some say in it first. Uh, you feel like a ment- the mental equivalent of a handshake. <laughs> only you two. Like yeah. in, in this moment, all you're cut off from the rest of the group. There's mm-hmm. like a moment where like they're sort of you fade away from the rest of the group and you hear, deal. 
just sort of look at Jenna I'm like existence existence is fleeting and I like <laughs> basically mentally agree you know and what? um question for you Dave mm. actually when you were talking about mm. your brother were you emotional in the sense that you were upset about what happened or that you had like come to an understanding and like have dealt with normally I wouldn't say this this blatantly but you're connected to, to <laughs> Buck's mind um he, he was devastated mm-hmm. by the loss of his brother and all of this like go with the flows of trauma response like I mean he's he's trying but he's a kid you know what I mean so it's like yeah he, he yeah. no he's not over it at all although if you just ask him he's gonna be like sure of course he died everybody dies like whatever you know what I mean but it's not it's not okay at all yeah <laughs> yeah gotcha gotcha yeah um, I think while we're walking to hash out this plan that we're going to let, let the microbes <laughs> free, uh, I think Jenna will say to you, I'm still dealing with my grief too. And I don't know how to deal with it. This is usually when I'd like quote Kierkegaard or something but the truth is I don't think it gets any lighter you just get stronger so maybe Jen's on to something after all maybe but your mom at least is at like at peace with the myriad and you got to hear her voice I'd give quite a lot to hear Abe again I bet. Uh, Buck, roll me a brains roll. Again, Ooh. surprisingly, he's not that not brainy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we're going to call this just a five. I got a big old one. What's uh, with the ones tonight? Uh, oh, my God. We're not uh, fan. Uh, Come on. You, yeah. Uh, you know what? We're going to move on. Uh, as there's like something Ooh. that briefly occurs to you and then doesn't like, nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. you I'm come sure it's to, <laughs> you come to a reinforced door. This one, similar to the lab, has a password. Of course, uh, Buck, you know the password from having seen it up from your dad's computer. Uh, all of the obstacles have been so thoroughly <laughs> circumvented by that one move. Uh, <laughs> you just, yeah, you punch it in, you enter the room, uh, Matumbo, uh, still smoking, is like, alright, and you can see that it is like, the, there are all sorts of, uh, containers like there are vats of things there are cases of things it is this room is packed with stuff uh what would you like to, like I, I think you actually i would even say you can tell just by the amount of like psychic interference in here which containers would contain myriad uh what would you like to do with myriad is is there any indication? I mean, are there drains in the floor? Is there is there any indication like if we open the container that it would go somewhere like good, or is it just yes. kind of like there are drains? Like mop, there like are in fact floor? drains in the there are drains in the floor. There are in fact drains in the floor. Check with Myriad. Like I mean, it's uh, I mean, do they want to take the chances in the pipes? I don't know where this lets out. Uh, you hear back. Wherever it is, I guarantee it's better than here. I just look at Jenna and I say, well, this is either going to be pretty good or really bad. <laughs> uh, do you, 
Either way, they're gonna be free. All right. And we both just like. Uh, I need a psychic energy. We both roll. One of yeah, I think one of you can roll. Well, there is a four. There's one four. So let's (laughs) see. That's one. We're part way there. Um, So five. So that was the the two die. And then here we go. And another four. Hand to God. I swear. Oh, another four. That's an automatic yeah, success. That is. That's an automatic it, success. Yeah. And then another oh. four. Let's Ooh. see how good I am at this. So oh, my God. See, that one was for, nine, for so that. So we're 13, um, 14 total. And I feel, wow. if, you don't, if you don't mind for flavor, yes. I'm actually truly about to ruin something. And then I remember one of those schematics that just had a part that was like in red. And I'm like, oh, yeah, not that part. Not that part. (laughs) So 14. Uh, Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, You the pair of you uh, unleash flames. I'll even let your flames look different if you want to. What do Jenna's flames look like uh, as they blast out over this? (laughs) They're like black with like purple melded into them. Yeah. And what do Buck's flames look like? If you've ever seen um, the Jimi Hendrix Experience album, Jimi Hendrix Experience, and all the colors are like weird, psychedelic, kind of that like 60s, 70s thing, that's it. They're all just like streaming colors and like pulsating and vibrant. Like it looks like an LSD <laughs> trip, which ironically enough, Buck has never had, but he's seen the pictures. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, so. Uh, you two burning through these things. Uh, it's flowing out. Uh, you see, it's like a song erupts of joy in everyone's minds as this glowing liquid flows forward. And you feel like it's, uh, I think as a thank you, Myriad floods all of you with all the memories of joy that you each experienced. It's like the moment that Jenna first met Clyde, uh, when Jin, every time Jin has set a new (laughs) PR, uh, I think when Buck first discovered philosophy, and every time he's discovered a new philosopher, it's just like, oh! Uh, every chess competition that Kimberly has ever won, uh, and I think the first time that Jamie discovered his love for cinema, and every time that his entire understanding of the medium has been shifted and his love deepened, and he's gotten a new favorite actor or a new favorite director, all of those moments, uh, and I think, like, Jamie, you're not even connected with this, but even with, like, being close to Kimberly, it is coming off of her into you, and you're just like, oh! Uh, and I think there's a moment of just absolute joy uh, that, after a few moments, is drowned out by the sound of a fire alarm as the burning containers releasing smoke into the sky set off a very loud alarm that kicks off alarms all through the facility. And that is where we will end. More character <laughs> moments. Join us next. <laughs> yes, join us next time. For the, oh, go ahead. Let me just say, I realized the plan here was for us to roll wrong, botch that blow up the facility, <laughs> and that was going to be yeah. the ending. Wide shot of the mushroom cloud. Thank you all for playing. Right. <laughs> uh, every every single combat that we've had, every single encounter was designed to be a total party kill, and you just managed to, just all of them. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> every single moment. Uh, but uh, we will you know, join us next time. We will be here for the exciting conclusion of Big Trouble and Little Manus. Uh, one more episode, one more adventure. Let's see how it goes. Uh, everybody, tell the people who you are and where they can find you. We will go in the same order as last time. Margaret, where can the folks find you? Yeah, I've been playing Jenna Ainsley, a resident goth. Hopefully you've been having fun. Uh, it's definitely been interesting. Hopefully we still survive. It. Um, but, you know, so just gotta give, give people some freedom. Um, but you can find me at Margaret Crone in all of the places. I do a lot of tabletop stuff. So if you want to see it, check it out over there. I don't always play a <laughs> monotone goth child. Um, but, Why not? <laughs> uh, you can all... <laughs> I know, right? Um, and then also, I make games and video games for a living. So if you want to check out the current project that I'm working on, head on over to Ashes of Creation and all of the places, and you can go see the lovely game that I'm working on. And I also help run Roll For It, which is also a tabletop RPG studio where we make lots of stories and lovely characters together. All right. That's me. Hey, everybody. I'm Charlene Bear. I go by Char. My pronouns are she, they, and you can find me everywhere on the internet at Charlene Bayer. I'm the DM of Tabletop Titties, a queer and feminist TTRPG show that um, is run entirely by people of marginalized genders. We're starting up our third season now. Very exciting stuff. Um, and if you like this show, I think you should also check out Drinking and Screaming, a horror movie podcast that I do with Kelly. Speaking of Kelly. I think it's our fourth <laughs> season of Titties. Oh, yeah. yeah. I said three. Four. Four. What but, is yeah, time? You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I'm Kelly, the pedantic one. My pronouns are they, them. You can find me <laughs> most places as the mind right, uh, but Kelly right on Hive, because I got it, y'all. Uh, and I'm the storyteller for Titties by Night on Tabletop Titties channel. TBN is an actual play show that follows a group of vampire supernatural investigators in Victorian era London. We use the Vampire the Masquerade system, but we turned the whole thing on its head. We've scattered or we've shattered the Camarilla, built connections with the werewolves, and started a community-driven government V Day in the city. All these vampires working together to improve their community. So if you love Vampire the Masquerade and want to experience a chill supernatural take <laughs> on it, make sure to follow Tabletop Titties. Just saying that kind of thinking is what got us the Inquisition. <laughs> Both of them. Uh, <laughs> Walters, I say words about things. I have very strong opinions on Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, follow me everywhere at B. Dave Walters all over the Tweetograms. Um, my uh, uh, professional DMing course, professional playing course, professional writing course, all up and available, pinned at the top of my tweet. Turgers at B. Dave Walters. And it's me, uh, Connie, pronounced the he, she. You can find me all across the internet at by Connie Chong, B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-E-C-H-A-N-G. What I'm getting from all of these introductions as someone who's never GM'd or played VTM before is that that's how I should do it, <laughs> right? B. Dave, right, Kelly? I should, like, dismantle all yeah. the things and do a community-run government. Like, mm-hmm. that's the right way, <laughs> right? Sure, yeah. Good luck staying alive, dude. <laughs> Stay yeah. on. Don't, don't, don't try. Don't try. Long. Immortality is fun. Just do it for a <laughs> <Yeah>. while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. When I'm not here playing Jin Zhang, pronounced Day Z, you can find me as the game master and creative producer for Transplaner RPG. We are an all transgender POC led dark fantasy D and D show set in an original non colonial anti orientalist multiverse uh that's right as of the airing of this episode uh our first main campaign the second stranger has probably run its course on streams though you can of course listen to our immense backlog of content wherever you pod your casts and look toward the future of transplanar rpgs phase two uh follow us wherever you pod your casts on youtube twitch 
Twitter at TransplanerRPG. And with that being said, I'm going to pass things back over to JJ. Is the oh, first time I've you, ever Con-Con. used that nickname. <laughs> thank you very much, ConCon. Con. It worked. Uh, that, that may actually be the first time someone has called me JJ. Uh, congratulations. I've had so many nicknames. <laughs> yes. So many. Uh, the... Thank you so much for listening. My name is Jeremy Cobb. Uh, pronouns he, him. I play everybody else. Pronouns vary. Uh, and uh, yeah, this you can find me on Twitter and Hive at Jeremy Cobb one Cobb with two Bs, number one. You can follow this show on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, at the uh, three, that's the number three, Black Halflings. Uh, and if you like all of the stuff that you're hearing, you can go support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash tbhalflings. We do, uh, not just will you, not only will you get ad-free versions of all of our episodes, you will also be able to see bonus content, kickbacks. Uh, you can hear uh, talkback shows after some, many of our actual play shows. And uh, Jasper, just uh, Jasper and I just recently, as of this recording, started a new uh, movie review podcast called JC's on Movies. So you can go check that there. It is available, as of right now, exclusively on the Three Black Halflings Patreon. So go check all of that out, uh, and come, come check this out for our final episode of Big Trouble and Little Manus next time. So long, Shire So long, Shire So long, That was a HeadGum Podcast.